Welcome to Passive Real Estate Investing, the show where busy people like you learn how to build substantial passive income while creating wealth for the long term. And now, here's your host, Marco Santarelli. Welcome to Passive Real Estate Investing. I'm your host, Marco Santarelli. You know, Atlanta has experienced significant job growth and population growth over the last five or 10 years, which is a good sign of the housing market there. And although prices have increased considerably over those last five years or so, Atlanta still offers affordable investment properties in various parts of the area, all over the metro area. And these properties rent for just under 1% of the purchase price, along with that strong appreciation potential. So that still makes Atlanta a great market to invest in. The problem is, is that we've had a challenge getting inventory there over the last few years, even though we've been in the Atlanta market for over a decade. So it's a perennial market for us. We love the market. There's just strong growth. But fortunately and luckily for us, we actually have some new inventory now and coming up in the near future. So with me again today is Jim, one of our trusted local property partners. So Jim, welcome back to the show. Thanks, Marco. Good to be here. Great having you back on. We did an interview not too long ago about one of your other markets, but today we want to focus on Atlanta. Atlanta being, you know, the third largest metro region in the Southeast. And for decades, as you know, the metro area experienced this rapid population growth to match the demand for all the new jobs being created there. Many of those jobs were actually in high paying sectors. So give us an overview from your perspective of why you chose Atlanta. Why are you building new construction there? Tell us what your take is on it. Sure. Well, as you know, Jacksonville has always been my hub and I've been wanting to go up to Atlanta, but didn't want to go until the new construction model would work up there. And as you said, with the growth there, it's been incredible. In fact, Atlanta is the fifth fastest growing metro in the country right now. And there's lots of reasons behind that between tech being that Georgia is a business friendly and landlord friendly state. And also, I'm sure you've seen the Hollywood stuff has been quite surprising there. It's almost like a second Hollywood in Atlanta. So things like that, of other things we'll talk about today, have just really kept it an affordable city, but also with the job growth, the affordability index is really healthy. So we're just seeing great growth and we've been wanting to get in there and finally found the right deals to make it happen. Were you always focused on Atlanta or were you looking at other markets, evaluating other markets, and then you just chose Atlanta because it was strongest and highest on your list? We, I mean, I've looked at lots of markets, you know, Jacksonville being a hub and we've branched out from there to Ocala and to just south of Jacksonville, but we wanted to go someplace with strong fundamentals. And I just found even stronger than Tampa was Atlanta. And also you get requests from investors saying, are you going to go to Atlanta? Can you go to Atlanta? Will you go to Atlanta? And so we want to, you, you try to listen to what people are asking for. The fundamentals were there. But the hard thing was finding the right land. The, the rehab market there is very competitive and getting bid up. So we knew that our new construction model would help. But Atlanta was a big time goal of ours. And our first deal that we came across, this townhouse complex, has been one that took quite a number of, of months to put together. But now it's rolling and doing quite well. Okay. So the Atlanta metro is close to 6 million people. It's large. Yeah. It has a pretty robust median household income around 60,000, low unemployment rate, relatively speaking, you know, it's about 3.9%. It is just a very good market to be in right now. You know, we rank over 400 markets on a scale internally here, which you probably mm -hmm. know, but yeah. you know, it's ranked in the top 25% of the, all the US markets that we favor in terms of growth and cash flow and opportunity. Now, most markets around the country have slowed down in terms of appreciation but still on an inflation-adjusted basis. 
we're still seeing Atlanta growing at a very healthy yeah. rate, which is good. We don't want it to be too hot. We want a solid trend and we want it to keep up with what's going on. Is there anything you want to add to that? Any comment about what you're seeing in the market in terms of growth? Well, yeah, I think Atlanta is a, a big market, kind of again, where I'd gotten my starts. That you know is a large square mileage city, Jacksonville. But now Atlanta, where my management group's been up there for years, we really got to pinpoint where were the areas that we saw the most growth. Atlanta overall has been growing, but we also wanted to pinpoint within it where that was. So we found Southwest Atlanta to be our area of focus. Union City, Fairburn, Chattahoochee Hills. These are areas that aren't far from downtown, close to the airport, near where the rail lines are going out to and near where Serenbees. I don't know if you've looked these up, but the Serenbee Farms, the Serenbee Village, it's these self-sustaining communities. It's some of the highest end real estate in Atlanta and a lot of second homes for the stars and for business people are living out there and we're not building too far from there. So we just found with the path of growth where we're trying to buy, you know, do A properties and B neighborhoods. That's our new construction model. And Southwest Atlanta seemed to have the best area of focus. That's where the growth is going. And again, Union City, Fairburns, Chattahoochee Hills, those were areas that just made sense to us. So we've tried to not only be in Atlanta, Marco, but be in that specific area of Atlanta. So let's talk about those neighborhoods, these areas that you've picked. Describe the neighborhoods, what they're like, that maybe sprinkle in some demographic information if you have it, just so we can paint a colorful picture for the people listening to this about where these properties are located. You're only about 15 minutes from the airport again. You're outside the hubbub of downtown, which can can be a little crazy. You know, you, you got to be careful getting inside the belt of like the 285 because you can run into rough pockets. But there's good areas inside the beltway that will eventually do, but we wanted to stay just outside the loop. So a lot of where we are, again, it's the airport's 15 minutes, the downtown, you can be there in 30 minutes. So we're getting a big pull of people from all different job sources. Again, for our price point, you know, 167 to 177,000 in Atlanta, as you know, is a townhouse market because of the sprawl. With an affordability index of 60,000 average salary, it makes our units very, very affordable. But also in areas where there's these self-sustaining communities going, these little villages and, you know, more of the hip areas, which we kind of wanted to be close on the fringe with, but also close to commercial. Okay. So price range was 167 to 177. Is that what you said? Yep, okay. 167 to 177, depending on if it's a three-bedroom or a four-bedroom. Our average square footage is 1547 square feet to 1647 square feet. And these are what, three-bedroom, one-and-a-half, two-bath? Three-bedroom, two-bath, and four-bedroom, two-bath townhouses. Okay. And on that same price scale or range, what is the relative rents for those properties? They're renting for 1300 to 1500 That's our estimates right now. And we usually have had a really good reputation, as you know, of underestimating our rents and getting a little bit more. But that's our conservative range that we're, we're promoting right now. Okay. And it's important that people listening to you understand that this is new construction, which means that it's all brand new appliances and, and the mechanicals are under warranty. There's definitely no CapEx, capital expenditures, and there's very low maintenance and repair, virtually none, unless you know you have a rogue tenant that, you know, in a year or two creates, you know, a little extra wear and tear or damage, but there should be a very low turn rate. Maybe talk about that. Talk about the turnover that you're seeing and the cost of curing any kind of a turn. Yeah. So we just actually did this last week with our manager and our, our building partner. The new construction I knew because I own both types of properties and again, been doing rehabs for years and they're great properties. Absolutely. 
but maintenance and repairs cannot really be matched with a new construction property. I've learned that firsthand after taking hundreds of properties into account and going over maintenance and repairs and term, if a tenant moves out and what it turns over, the combination over the hundreds of these per unit was $365. And for just flat out maintenance and repairs for the year was less than $200. So that just shows, I mean, that is an incredible number coupled with the insurance companies kind of reward you if you're building them right and doing new construction because their risk factor is less. So with having that lower maintenance and repairs, having that lower insurance cost, it's been really good. So we, we're hoping to continue that trend with that. And also, as we've spoken about before, we have the 210 warranty in place. That comes with the sale of the property. So two years on the small stuff, 10 years on the big stuff, you're protected. And since my property manager is also uh, the ownership of my building partner as well, you don't have to search around to find the contractor if something went wrong. It's right there on file in the office and taken care of, no questions asked right away. So this is a sister company that handles all the property management. You have full service from qualifying screening tenants, placing the tenants, turning things around, handling collections, evictions if necessary, minor and major repairs. You pretty much cover it soup to nuts. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's always been the way we do it. I don't own, have any ownership in the management company, but as you know, we've worked with them for years and they handle my personal portfolio as well. Okay. I like what you described before. You're building A properties and B neighborhoods. Can you color that up a little bit more? Take a deeper dive into that because people listening to this are, you know, understanding what an A property is, you know, usually new construction is going to be an A class type property, but is it like a well-appointed property? And how would you describe a B class neighborhood there? Well, a class neighborhood, as I've always been described for 20 years, is where I'll have no problem getting out and walking up and knocking on the door and asking for my rent and having a conversation with the neighbors. There's also going to be homeowners and renters in there. So the townhouse complex that we bought, it's going to be a little over 100 units. There are already 32 existing, and these are occupied by owners. So that was great for the owner-occupied ratio. So that's a big sign for me for B neighborhoods. What's the crime factor? What's the owner-occupied ratio? Where is it close to? And what are the amenities within a two-mile radius? These are the things that I ask for. And what I've found is, you know, new construction, we've been doing it a good amount of years now. I like to keep it in that A property, B neighborhood. And I'll tell you why. I've seen a lot of people starting to build A properties in D neighborhoods. And it doesn't translate well. Not that you can't make money there, but, you know, new construction is going to cost you more. So I know if people are willing to go to really rough neighborhoods like a D neighborhood, they're going to be buying them super cheap. And taking that intensive management on to do that, that's not my model, but I know some people do that. We've been really strict about, we go through, I mean, we have two full-time land guys in each of our markets. And the land you can get, but you have to get in the right area and the right price. So we try to focus that we're going to make sure we're getting in that B neighborhood though. Otherwise, we just throw it out. And that's why, again, Atlanta being so big, we got down to that one Southwest market. We said, there are plenty of B areas here. It's not easy to get lands, but it's doable. And that keeps us very focused on that A property, B neighborhood combination. Yeah, I love that combination because when you're in a B class neighborhood, which is, you know, your blue collar, mostly some A collar type of employment, easy to rent, large tenant pool. When you're in that type of area or neighborhood and you've got A class property as in like newly renovated or new construction, it stands out. It shows well. It attracts a greater pool of people quicker. It leases up quickly. You get the highest rent. You're on the top of the range for that area in terms of rental demand and what you can collect. So it's a great combination. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's been good for us. Good for our clients. Again, the cash on cash return might be a point or two lower. But again, our focus always, as you know, Marco, has been 
cash flow and growth. I started in California 22 years ago, did very well in Central California, came here 16 years ago, went to Northeast Florida because it was a growth market with cash flow, affordable city like Jacksonville. And now Atlanta, we see that same thing. There's cash flow to be had, but also growth. We don't depend on it, but it's nice to get in its way because growth is a good thing when you're in a good position, especially if you're looking long-term, 5, 10, 15 years of the rental like I am, because that way you have new construction to kind of really help you with that because it's that combination of the cash flow and the, you know, like you said, not crazy growth, but a nice statistical growth that makes sense because of the jobs, because of the population influx, because of the lifestyle and warmer weather. That's where we position ourselves. Okay. Anything else you want to tell us about the properties that you're building? Anything you want to add to the description so people, I mean, they can certainly contact their investment counselor here and get more information and we can answer all their questions that are not being answered on on this spotlight. But is there anything else you want to tell us about them? Yeah. I mean, this, this project was an exciting one. And believe it or not, this was the classic, which I didn't think there were any left. A developer went broke in 08 and he had built 32 units. They were nicely done. The land was all sitting. It was bought from a bank by a bank speculator. We bought them all out for half with doing the development since some of it was already developed. But what we were excited about, it was off-market. You know, we're finding that, again, the off-market deals have the best bones to them. And this one was kind of lost in the shuffle. And what's exciting, and this has just started over the last six months, we've had three of the largest builders in the area come to us to try to buy us out of the project. And we politely said no. Because they can see it, you know, it can be built quick. Everything's already developed. There's already proof of concept there. You know, we're going to have a total of 92 developed lots ready to go. And again, townhouses are a popular thing in Atlanta. It's a townhouse market. So that keeps things affordable, gives them that house living. They're in a hip area right near Union City. And it's going to be easy to manage. Again, our management group has already been in Southwest Atlanta right there. So we were really excited we got this. And again, for me, probably, Marco, one of the most exciting things is that if the big builders are trying to buy us out, we know we did something right. Yeah. Well, that's a great opportunity for you and a great opportunity for the investors coming in and, and being a part of this project. So I think it's exciting. I guess the bottom line is that Atlanta has been a very strong, well-diversified market. You know, It's continuing to grow at about 2% per year in terms of job growth. And the last seven years has shown about an average of 11% in terms of population growth over those seven years. So, and that, I always look at trends and that trend seems to be continuing. People are moving in and the market is growing and that just puts upward pressure on demand for housing units, both rentals and sales. And that's a good thing for you and I as investors to be there. Yeah. Yeah. The wind is at our back with the pop. The population influx is so important right now. And again, I was taught, where are the baby boomers going? Where are baby boomers going? And the influx to the Southeast is tremendous. It is tremendous. And it brings wealth. It brings needs of jobs. It brings needs for more properties, as you know. So yeah, that's kind of our where are baby boomers going and what jobs will be created. And I'm not saying baby boomers live in our properties necessarily. Sometimes they do. But the people that live in our properties are doing jobs that serve the baby boomers, if that makes sense. Yeah. So we have a lot of tailwind and no headwind in this market right now. And that's a, a great opportunity. I think I've asked you everything I wanted to ask you. Anything else you want to add? No. Yeah. We're just excited to be branching out into kind of our fundamentals of A, properties and B, neighborhoods in an area that's poised for growth. That's always been our model, as you know, with our working together. And we're excited to be back in the Atlanta market because I know there's been pressure from a lot of people out there saying, can you get to Atlanta? But we just wanted to do it right. I think we have. Right. Right. Awesome. Cool. All right. Well, Jim, as always, I appreciate you being on the show and sharing your, your wisdom and your opportunities. So we'll just continue to put those in front of our network and, and share that opportunity with them. 
So if you're listening to this and you have any questions, contact us here, talk to your investment counselor. We'll provide you more information and more details about the opportunities that that we have available through Jim, who's been just fantastic. Him and his team have been fantastic to work with for years. So again, contact your investment counselor. If you don't have one, just reach out to them. We'll set up a free strategy session for you and get you moving. If you haven't subscribed to the show, remember to do so. Click the button. We want to make sure that you get every weekly episode. Help us spread the word. Visit us on iTunes or wherever you listen to the show. Leave us a rating and review. We really appreciate that. And actually, I do read every single review. So thank you for all the great feedback. Once again, thanks for listening. And we will see you all on our next episode. Are you on track to achieve your financial goals? Income-producing real estate is the most historically proven way to accumulate wealth and has created more financial freedom than any other means. Norada Real Estate provides everything you need to invest in the best turnkey cash flow rental properties. Our simple proven system will help you create real wealth and passive monthly income. Get your free strategy session with our knowledgeable investment counselors at noradarealestate.com. That's N-O-R-A-D-A realestate.com. Nothing on this show should be considered specific personal or professional advice. Please consult an appropriate legal, tax, real estate, or business professional for individualized advice. For distribution or publication rights in media interviews, please contact the host.